0: Tom di di Parry. Do you like We're cheap car insurance? Podcast. Is that what it's for? Dum Is that the song?
1: De 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 de. I think it was used for some sort of <laughs>
0: well, now it's ad. well, no, it's a podcast jingle. It's Tom I'm at attack.
1: We already have a podcast
0: jingle. We just listened to it. Shit. Oh, well. <laughs> Never mind. Back to the drawing board. If you have any suggestions for a podcast jingle for us, um, but we have. <laughs> I know we do. What's wrong with it? I don't know. I like singing at the start of a podcast. Okay. Okay. Does it get right you in now. the mood
1: for talking about video games? It
0: does, Tom Parry. How are you doing? I'm Stop all right, fondling mate. my goofy.
1: I have thing you goof. He sounds like a euphemism, doesn't it? It does. Um, This is a Darth Vader goofy I am uh, caressing.
0: It is. We picked that up at a flea market we went to about two or three weeks ago. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um one of my uh, colleagues who was at the flea market said oh he hasn't got a helmet and I was like oh shit he hasn't got a helmet well that's a shame never mind I still like it anyway but then I looked online and lo and behold it I didn't come with a helmet he's meant to have a lightsaber though he is meant to have a lightsaber and a cape I imagine because he's got clippy bits ah. but he doesn't but you know it's the a joke, square head the joke still works
1: anyway yeah. goofy yeah Moving on, <laughs> I've been playing a lot of the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy.
0: Have you really? Yeah. Is that how you qualify how you're feeling this week? Insane, insane,
1: <laughs> insane in the membrane. Uh, no, I, I wasn't insane to pick it up because it was rather it's rather good. I mean. I haven't got a heck of a lot of nostalgia for Crash Bandicoot. I've played them. I've always found them quite difficult. They're games that rely heavily, well, all about reflexes, yeah. isn't it? And doing, and also pixel perfect jumping at times. Yes. And I think that takes a little bit to get used to, but it's a very satisfying yes. uh, experience playing these games in lov- and lovely looking 3D graphics,
0: uh, more lovely looking than they were the first time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I imagine that's not a hard stretch, to but be honest. But the
1: thing is, I don't know if it's, uh, maybe this is. Crash has always lacked personality in a way, I feel. I don't know, some hmm. of the enemies are quite generic, like penguins I and. I think the first seals.
0: game is very bland. I was
1: talking about the second game, I love the penguins the and, game, and the seals. How very
0: dare you! I,
1: I don't know if about the first game, I feel it, it's a more consistent experience, the first game. Yeah, I mean. Where the second game sort of. Mm, it doesn't flow as well. It, I feel like. it's a good se- game, though. But. The
0: second game tries to do a lot more things, though, doesn't it? I mean, you've got the hub worlds, as opposed mm. to just going from level yeah. to level. You've got the chase sequences of you running away from a boulder or a polar one, bear. Though. Do you really have that yes. in the first one? Yes. Um, There's a lot more story with the idea of you talking to Cortex, Cortex and yeah. getting the gems. That's interesting,
1: isn't it, that you are a pawn to Cortex, really, yes.
0: aren't you? Um. Yeah. I can't remember. It's been a long time since i played that game. I remember really liking that, whereas I I bought the first one and pretty much immediately traded it in. Really? Is yes. that because it's too hard? No, I just didn't like it that much. I mm. don't know. You know me in 3D platformers, though. Like mm. Sometimes I'm just not into them.
1: I like it. I mean, it's a good, as I say, challenge of reflexes, and it's been really lovingly uh, recreated, hasn't yeah. it? Uh, even all the presentation and the menus and to the, obviously the in-game graphics and everything... And, Attention to detail. I mean, of course, this game's been out a while. As usual, it has, when yeah. we talk about games in our podcast, they're not necessarily the newest games. Ah,
0: uh, we w- we'll hit
1: one or two this week, I think. Oh, fantastic! But I I uh, would uh, recommend it. I downloaded it. I was getting an itch to play Crash, and it was on sale for about twenty quid, and so I just downloaded it. Yeah, I've got myself a new hard drive now, finally, for my Ooh PS4. La la. So I was like, yeah, I can maybe. So you can actually Download
0: buy it. games on the system you actually have a preference towards now. Oh, absolutely. That's oh, good. yeah, what are you saying? Because before
1: I was buying games on Xbox. Yeah. Well, I like the Xbox. I, I just mean, I to I've got kind of nothing against more. it anyway.
0: I'm just saying, like, your buying choices my sometimes confuse me because my, of
1: that. I don't have a preference of one or the other. I just don't have the Xbox here. Yeah. Really.
0: <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. I, but, like, I have the Xbox And more here. people I know play PlayStation, Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, that's true for
1: uh, me too. Uh I got Dead Live Five on Xbox, I told you that, didn't yeah. I?
0: Yeah. Uh I I actually have another reason though it's a piece of news I, I will quickly skim over it I have another reason to not have an Xbox now Cuphead's yeah, coming cuphead's to Switch Cuphead's
1: coming to Switch I think Microsoft are embracing Nintendo because they don't feel they're maybe uh, a threat to them potentially not unlike Sony so or oh, you can have Cuphead and you can have are they doing Ori in the Blind Forest? I haven't rumor? heard rumours I, I don't know if it's confirmed that. though well
0: they might as well if they put Cuphead on it then yeah uh, apparently I've listened to a couple of podcasts this week and they say Cuphead runs perfectly which is well I would good. expect it to, cuz Dragon Ball Fighter runs perfectly as yeah, well. Yeah, that's true. Um I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with that. Like this came in the a lot of indie announcements this last week from a an Indies Direct, wasn't it? Or was it just Twitter just going like Oh, hey, I we're didn't doing this, see doing a direct. That. I just saw hmm. there was a load of stuff got announced and so I assumed there was a direct, but I've been pretty busy this week and so I couldn't really keep track on it. I saw there's um, a crypt of the Necro Dancer. Oh, Zelda. Uh, Zelda spin-off uh, that I can't remember the name of that actually looked quite entertaining. It yeah. made me want to check out Crypt of the Necro. Yeah, so. yeah,
1: I guess that's what it will do for um, the game, won't it? More yeah, people I, will look it up now.
0: I think that was a, a free PlayStation Plus game as well a couple of weeks back. Mm. So I will have a look, see if I have that, because I liked the demo. You had it, right? No. Who do I know who Who? bought that game? Who? (laughs) It was the Owls. Someone I know has that game and spoke very highly of it, and I thought, wow, this is an interesting concept. But never mind. Um... Yeah, so that happened. I would assume, Tom Parry, that this is perhaps a, a gateway into uh, Microsoft wanting to stream on the Switch, potentially. If they are stream on the Switch. Yeah, how do, well what do you mean, Matthew? Well, rumors have it that there's apparently going to be a streaming only Xbox, like a diskless system. Xbox coming out. Oh,
1: is this the next thing with the announcement of Google Stadia and now? Yeah, well, that's
0: this se- this seems to be the implication from things. It's like it's hey, you can just download stuff onto this Xbox in the same way that I guess the PSP Go was a hey, you could download stuff onto this PSP a long time ago. it Gets rid of the but new rather than download screen. I would assume that's what they're going to hint at, right? Like, if yeah. Google is coming out there and saying, hey, we're going to do this, you had um, the guy from Ubisoft last year say, hey, streaming is the future. Microsoft is making Game Pass. It wouldn't surprise me if people are going to start streaming for the Xbox. So
1: streaming is now at a point where it's viable, it works. Because back when on Live was the thing, yeah. that wasn't perfect, but no. it was still the, the same concept. Huh? I remember on live because uh, Mike, Blast Processor Mike, had on live. We yeah. brought it round. We had to do it wired. Yeah. I don't think it was possible to do it wireless. I don't think so. So we had the longest cable stretching across two rooms to the root. Yeah. And uh, it worked, actually. And the idea of watching other people play games, which is what the Stadia ad seemed mm-hmm. to stress, seemed to put an emphasis on that, yeah. um, was a thing. Years, how many years ago was on live? Well, I mean,
0: but the thing you have to bear in mind, right, is on live was very temperamental. My mate Tommy, by mm. the way, happy thirtieth belated birthday. If you're listening to this podcast, happy birthday. Uh, had one, and I remember trying to play Gears of War over it, and it not being very good. Ah,
1: uh, Gears was on there, yeah, wasn't it? it? I
0: remember Assassin's Creed was on there. Yeah, we were trying to there. play. We were trying to play Gears at one point, and it didn't quite work, but. Um, looking at or it might have been Unreal Tournament, I don't know Epic Games confused me around that time because they both look the same we were sat there trying to play it and it didn't really work very well, so much so that I think he only ever used it once or twice and then just ended up taking it back to his mum's from our dorm it could have just been that our dorm internet was crap also well
1: it's all very reliant on how good your internet is isn't it and this is what some people are a bit concerned about regarding Stadia aren't they, they how good does your internet have to be but I think most uh, standard internets are running at rather fast speed nowadays, are they not?
0: But, I mean, yeah, th- let's take this into consideration, right? live came out while I was in university, so that was mm. potentially eight or nine years How ago. How far has internet progressed? Go eight or nine yeah. years back from that, and I distinctly remember being sat in front of a PC waiting three hours for a 2MB ROM of Donkey Kong Country to download Mm. like distinctly remember it being the entire hour of free internet we would put a ROM on download go out to play for an hour while we still had the internet come in and then play that all night
1: and if anybody's got the ability to do something like this it's probably Google yeah and I mean resources
0: yeah also potentially Microsoft yeah Let's see. Absolutely, I mean, apparently, both of them are on the same level. I was listening to a level. podcast earlier, and apparently like, even Walmart is trying to come up with some kind of streaming service, rumoured at the moment, so wow. everyone's trying to do a bit of this.
1: And Nintendo's uh, rumoured to have a mobile phone in the works, I heard this. Really? Recently. Yeah. Jeez. It's something I thought about a long time ago, made a lot of sense to me, because yeah. the games they're developing for the Switch, could, a lot of them could run on some sort of mobile phone they could. device nowadays.
0: Now, I don't know if I trust them with the user interface of the phone though. Like <laughs> <laughs> I see how that goes.
1: But it, it's portable that's the thing what I'm thinking about is Switch is big. Yes. You know, and Nintendo have now lost their small portable console because they don't seem to be supporting three DS in a big way. No. Although there is something coming out for it. Oh, they're Kirby. They're re releasing Kirby's Epic Yarn. I for saw the 3DS, it, it's on shelf already. Yep. Anyway, so Nintendo, I feel like they need another small one, and it makes sense for them to do a phone because everyone's got a phone. People don't carry around yeah, little but, games console, they carry around a phone yeah, nowadays. Can you
0: imagine them trying to step into a phone space? What's it going to be? It's not going to be iOS, it's going to probably be Android. And then. Yeah, well, they have worked with Android in the past. No, they've worked with Apple in they the past. they worked with Apple in the past, exactly. Ooh. I mean, they are working with people in China and Japan who are very big in the mobile space. I can't remember. I don't think they've been working with Tencent. I was going to say that was a thing, but I don't think it is.
1: I think it's quite feasible, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see that eventually in a mobile phone that
0: was a big hodgepodge of like us just throwing rumors mm. around let's get back the on the rumor s- mill the i love the rumor, rumor mill. mill that was great it's a grinding <laughs> that should be a new
1: section of our podcast christ no With it was a little that... jingle welcome. I
0: even... you love jingles welcome to the rumor mill. Dun, 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 Ooh, dun, dun, yeah anyway cut back coming to the switch oh, yeah. let's see what this discless console is all about uh, microsoft with this microsoft. is a rumor as well isn't it this is a rumor yeah no. um, this apparently though i I'll you find
1: think the next xbox will be
0: discless is no, that I, what you're saying i, I mean think. i think they tried to do this with the xbox 1 right and try to make it discless about yeah, no, the um, disc drive isn't it? let me just look up <laughs> this story about the discless xbox 1
1: I don't think physical media is going to die. I know with this stager announcement, a lot of people are worried that it's going to be a death of physical media. Yet, you know, we've still got CDs, physical CDs. We've still got uh, DVDs and Blu-rays. They haven't died out in the face of all the numerous streaming services available for those mediums. Yeah. So I think there's still room for physical games. I don't think we're going to see them die.
0: No, potentially. We're not. just
1: going to have another way to um, enjoy them.
0: Yeah, let's see. In, it in goes. that
1: respect, I, th- I think it's fine.
0: I think so too, but let's see. Right, like I think it's such a a strange thing. This idea of physical media going away, and I, I was it listening to, I was listening to this week's podcast and they were talking about this idea of. Currently, Steam is kind of the arbiter of online PC games. And mm. if stuff gets pulled from Steam, where is it then sold? Obviously, oh,
1: PC is an interesting one, isn't it, though? It is. they don't sell many boxed PC games anymore? or No, or they am don't. I, wrong? I mean... Am I wrong you, or am I right? I think
0: you can buy a, a boxed PC game, but 90% of the time, I think it's a download code. Yeah. Uh, so there's a weird... I mean, most people I know who buy PC games now is digital only. Even when I go out and I see good PC games in a flea market, I'm like, what's the point? Even if I mm. bought a PC, I probably wouldn't have a disk drive anymore to play these. The CD keys are probably gone. What would you do with this? And so I I think that ecosystem has already evolved to this. Mm. But However, you are still purchasing those games. Like, if you... If Steam takes down a game and you've downloaded it, it's still yours. You can still download it, it again, even if it's is not it technically sale. yours?
1: I always think with download games, isn't there some sort of legal stuff that says you don't own the game if it's digital? You're just uh,
0: buying a license to play the game. Yes, but I, I think a lot of the stuff around that has been... ...been based on this idea that... What you have purchased, you will still have the rights to play, or you mm-hmm. will be refunded. We should do. Yeah, we? I don't think. But to be honest, with you, I don't the days think days of the
1: we are over where you buy things and if your console disappears. craps out, then yeah. that's it.
0: <laughs> I think I think Steam has been pretty good on this. Like Valve, I don't think has ever revoked any license to play something and then not let you download it if you wanted to. I think that's still a thing. I I don't think they full on like would it. Like uh, Sony did, or even uh, what happened with Judge Eyes, where you can't buy that digitally for sale anywhere at the moment. Mm.
1: There, there's all sorts of licensing things. I watched a video on the other day, like the Lord of the Rings Lego games, and Deadpool kept keeps getting taken yeah. down because of uh, Activision buying the license for only short periods of time. Therefore, they can't sell the game. Yes, they haven't got the license. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay so this story from uh, The Verge uh, says Micropros ma- uh, Micropros Microsoft <laughs> reportedly launching discless Xbox S next month rumour my next month? in May this is from March 5th 2019 this article Microsoft is reportedly launching a new Xbox One S without a disc drive next month um, uh, uh, yeah. Windows Central reports that Microsoft will unveil a discless Xbox One S all digital edition with pre-orders expected to be available mid-April
1: ah, so the advantage of this will be it will be small and cheap, I suppose. I would assume so. Yeah. I
0: mean, can you imagine if this thing came out for like a hundred quid, like
1: hundred quid, oh, a bit less.
0: Oh, you say that though, but I'll I mean, have a like you've got to bear in mind the PS4 is still like two hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah,
1: maybe I'm just out of touch with. Uh, I just think you're touch with console
0: prices because yeah. we. What, how many years? Like four years, five years into this cycle now. Like, yeah, I haven't been looking at console prices just lately. I-, I heard a podcast saying that essentially, like, the sales numbers of the PlayStation Two uh, added like an extra third onto their overall sales numbers when they released the Slim because it was less than a hundred dollars. <sighs> so I think if Microsoft can do something like that, I think it would be very cool. And if Microsoft do it, then will Sony do it too? I don't know, potentially. Let's see. I mean, to be honest with you, mine is currently almost disk driveless. So uh, my PlayStation 4's disk drive is busted. I can't. Is it? Yeah, I have to eject games via the console oh, that, because yeah, the eject button yeah. broken. This is
1: also a thing with anything mechanical, though. Yeah. After a number of years, disk drives tend to die. Crap out, yeah. Um, my CDI is a bit... Well, both my CDIs. You know, my first one wasn't so good, and yeah. that's why I got another one. That mm-hmm. one isn't perfect, and yeah. it's a real shame, actually, with that console because I have a certain nostalgia for that. You do. <laughs> um, I hear though that I
0: just—it's like Dreamcast, right? Dreamcasts, Dreamcasts are notoriously bad. Well,
1: yeah, I've only got one Dreamcast where the disc drive failed. It was yeah. another internal fault. Where the uh, certain parts bent away from where they needed to be yeah. over time, so you have to bend them back. I don't yeah. know exactly how that works, but uh, it I would mean, result in resets. It
0: ha- same thing happens with yeah. NES pins, right? Is that the pins, because of the locking mechanism, start to bend upwards and ah. outwards. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's just stress over time of using consoles. But if,
1: if it's uh, got less mechanical parts, it's going to last longer potentially suppose but then again even if you just drive brakes on your xbox you've still got the same thing you've still got an xbox where you can download games to so it's just nice to be able to have that extra uh ability
0: yeah i've heard people talk about on podcasts recently about apparently there's going to be there's rumored to be some kind of hand-in thing you can do with your games potentially for the xbox oh yeah because
1: that's the other thing isn't it Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
1: but you've I, all, if you've already bought the games yeah. physically, you don't want to have to buy them again digitally.
0: Yes. Isn't that a thing, though, where... Didn't they try that with the PSP Go? Wasn't there a, no, I some kind of incentive like around... Well, you were working in games retail at the time, mm. so if you don't think there was, then I'll take well, you I don't remember. It. I just remember the Go being
1: very niche yeah. piece of hardware.
0: Well, I mean, the PSP was already itself by that point on the way yeah. out, I, I think.
1: And they were so cheap. At one yeah. point, goes were. Well. I should have got one. Yeah, me too. Because I have a fair amount of digital-only PlayStation games. Yeah. And the great thing about buying pre-owned Go's as well is you don't know what's on there. Yeah. There's a good chance you're going to get
0: quite a few good things. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. As if they would not nicked the memory card.
1: Oh, yeah. Does it have some sort of internal memory, though?
0: I assume it's got a memory stick duo, memory gate duo, sorry. I,
1: th- I think it's... Got an internal memory too, is it? Maybe. Limited. Oh gosh, that's. Remember the days of like internal memories needing batteries? Yes. The Saturn and even the CDI, mm-hmm. uh, they have internal memory, but they need a battery. Yeah. Christ. My, my Dreamcast also forgets the date yeah. every time I turn it on nowadays. So I think that's also got some sort of battery that Probably. holds certain information in it. Probably. Wow, haven't we come a long way? No we disk have. drives, though. Mm, yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't that happy when they started leaving off disk drives from computers because as a big kind of cd guy i like to be able to copy my cds to the
0: computer well i mean you've already got them now tom parry you've got them digitally you Mm. could you could theoretically put them into the cloud and then you wouldn't have to worry about oh
1: oh yes okay yeah i guess i guess
0: you just need to back them up though it's the same as anything else like if you're not buying them through a service yeah, I would
1: download songs off iTunes and put them on a CD. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, Playing wherever.
0: Yeah, yeah. Of course. I yeah. mean, that was the the needs, though, right? That and, Yeah, and now you plug that. in
1: your MP3 player into your car, for yeah. instance. A lot of times, if you want a CD, you might want to
0: play in your car or something. I haven't handled a CD in about two years. I don't. Think. A CD. A, a physical compact with disc music on with it. With music on it. Or yeah. Oh, I have. I've got. I've got fun, <laughs> I've got. You got Spotify, multiple, I suppose. I do have Spotify. You pay for Spotify. Yeah, I do pay for Spotify.
1: Mm. Well, that's cool. Spotify well, is very cool, but yeah. not everything's on Spotify.
0: A lot of stuff is
1: now. Yes. Really, a lot. It's getting. But you to look point. at. Um, Maybe an artist's albums. I was trying to think. Oingo Boingo, right? Yeah. To name a band. Not all their albums are on Spotify. I Some tr- are.
0: I was trying to listen to Flagpole Sitter by Harvey Danger, i.e., the theme song to Peep Show this morning. Okay. And that was not on Spotify, which very much surprised me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think for a lot of people though, they're quite happy with the amount of music on Spotify. But if you're really into your music, yeah. then you probably want some CDs or well, even it, vinyl
0: records. But again, this is my point. If you have Spotify Premium, you can just upload your Spotify music. Oh. You can upload your Spotify music into like your account, and then you can listen to it. Oh yes, yeah, so you don't need internet connection. You don't you're need saying. the internet. Yeah, I've connection. heard this. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. like. Yeah. yeah, But I'm, I'm also saying, like, if you, Tom Parry, as a person who had a PC in your house, mm. has, like, gigabytes and gigabytes of music, because, you can literally uh, upload your music into Spotify servers. Not everyone will be able to listen to it because it's not licensed to be on Spotify, but you yourself could download it at your leisure. Uh, I believe that's how it works, anyways. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Technology. I know. It's isn't come it a long way, haven't we? Anyway, uh, are you interested at all in the, the Stadia?
1: The Stadia? Mm.
0: <laughs> you can't say, no, I've got a lot of games and I haven't played half of them, so no. <laughs> no. I would I would be interested in the Stadia if it had some kind of subscription service. If it almost had the... um, Have you seen... like? I mean, Amazon Prime is a great example of it, right? Where Amazon Prime has the, hey, you pay for Prime, you get all of mm. these bits free. And mm-hmm. then if you wanted Depends. to play... These depends things. what's on it, out. you know. Yeah.
1: Uh, it, for example, Baywatch. The DVDs are quite expensive, hard to get hold yeah. of. Prime has remastered episodes of Baywatch. Yeah. Readily available. Well, that's something you'd be more difficult to get in physical media. Yeah. So it depends what they put on these services. I'd be interested to see if it's just like AAA games, or there'll be some exclusives. say Se- take it. Sega put Knuckles Chaotix on a streaming service. Yeah. For well,
0: example, I heard that apparently is part of the keynote, and admittedly, I I have to speak again third hand here because I haven't watched that stream. Apparently, Google is starting to make its own studios as well, so I assume there will be exclusive games for the Playdia. Exclusive games. Playdia, yeah. God, uh, Stadia. What's the Playdia? That's oh, it's a the Bandai. Sega. Comp- no, oh, it's, it's Bandai. Bandai. It? Sorry. Sega um, Pico, I think. Yes, the thinking. Sega Pico. They're both educational <laughs> things. It's easy to get confused. Yeah. Anyways. anyway, What g- I
1: said about Knuckles Cotix is void anyway, because you could probably download a ROM of that. And
0: you it. could download a ROM, but I mean, um, wouldn't you, like, anyway, you could legally get that? Imagine legally would be nice, wouldn't it? Could you uh, that, imagine if they went out of their way to make the virtual console? I.e. like... Nintendo are already doing it, aren't they? No, but I'm, are they? They're doing NES games. Yeah. Imagine they just went out there and went, hey, cool. But Nintendo love to drip feed content. Yeah, but the world doesn't work like that anymore, does it? Yeah, like, you've got your Nintendo, Netflix on yeah, demand. Yeah. So, let's see. If there are if there's some engaging reasons to do it, if there are a lot... If I could pay, what, like, even 20 quid a month to play all the games I wanted that I know I'm not going to, like, whisk through, you know, your, your God of Wars. I, that's a poor example. I know that's not going to be on an ex-Sony thing. But, you know... Sony
1: got a rental uh, subscription to PlayStation Now, haven't they? They do, that yeah. That also
0: works through streams. So, let's see. If you, could, if you had a service on there that good. had like the Assassin's Creed games, Watchdog, like Grand Theft Auto, all these big games that I don't necessarily want to buy because I know I'm not going to finish and I could just have a go and go, oh, wow, Devil May Cry 5 is pretty good. Oh, that's not for me, though.
1: Mm, it then would kill demos as well, wouldn't it?
0: It would, but like to be honest with you, it would also kill my, my needs to spend upwards of £100 a month just to get two games, you know what I mean? I, I, as a consumer... Well, there's a
1: lot of benefits to it. Absolutely. I think it's a good thing. I'm not yeah. someone who's against the idea well, of streaming. Some, some but someone are into their wouldn't.
0: fighting games, you should be, because apparently they're not going to work very well over this.
1: Oh, yeah, but I don't think physical media's going to die, so I'm not so concerned. No, okay. I think there'll always be some sort of physical thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, let's wait and see what happens then with these new boxes. And E3 is going to be exciting this year, I think. I think there's going to be gosh, some yes. weird stuff. It will, it will E3. be.
1: It will be most interesting. Nintendo phone, uh, streaming services from Microsoft, maybe even. Well, Sony already do it, so yeah, there's, they could release a, a box. Yeah. Like that.
0: I think they could. I yeah. think they could quite easily. Let's see. But will they? Mm-hmm. Um, what have you been playing, Tom Parry? You've for 25 minutes well, about theoretical well, that's, gaming. that's
1: fine. That's, that's a, it's a good topic. It's very current. Uh, well, I've already talked about Crash. Uh, I picked up a few of those Nintendo uh, sales items. Yeah. You said it was an indie sale. And now yes. looking through his list of games, I can see what you mean. They are all indie, yes. smaller scale games. Yes. Pick of the bunch for me was a game called Pirate Pop Plus, which is a pang type type game, but innovates a little bit more on the original pang formula. Pang being the game where you harpoon balloons and they split into smaller balloons and you have to shoot all the balloons without them hitting you. Balloons, balloons, balloons! Buster Bros for you Americans. Yeah. So in this in this game, it's set in a square arena where the gravity will shift you around. So the gravity could shift you up to the top of the level. Yeah. And then the balls, obviously, are are moving. Upwards towards you and bouncing off the top, or you hit move to the side, and it's a really simple uh, twist on uh, Pang, but it works surprisingly well.
0: It did. I enjoyed playing it the little uh, bit I and played. it's so all
1: Game Boy styled.
0: It is so that tickled my yeah. fancy.
1: Yeah, I thought you might like that. It's available for a couple of pounds on the uh, e-shop, so I'd recommend picking it up. Heard great things about Donut Country County. Yes. I keep calling it Country.
0: Yes, it's not Donkey Kong.
1: No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I played a little bit of that. I I like the pace of it. I like the music, I like the presentation. I like the um, the dialogue. Yes. The overall atmosphere, it's a piece of interactive art, isn't it? Yes. In- it's more inv- than anything. It's
0: inverse Katamari also, because yeah. you're not gaining a bigger object. So in, in that a bigger game,
1: hole. the idea is to... Um, oh. Capture items with mm-hmm. a hole, isn't it? Yes. And uh, you can only capture small items to begin with. Yes. But as you capture more and more items, the hole the whole gets grows bigger, bigger and bigger, and you can fit larger things. So you might go from a box to a, I don't know, a car.
0: Yes. You can <gasps> well, go from an acorn to a house. I think, I think, think is a we've talked thing. about this in the we podcast have, before. Because you played very ages, much enjoyed this ages game. ago, and yeah. I always
1: have to wait till it's cheap to play yes. it. So, <laughs> uh, Party Crashers is an interesting game that is a racing game uh, that's very similar to games like Mashed or Wrecked. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of both those series. It hasn't been the equivalent sort of game available. Yeah, um, It's like Party Golf. I think it's the same studio Yeah. in its presentation. And, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a little bit awkward at first to get used to the way it moves because it's very fast. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that could be a lot of fun, especially in, in multiplayer. Uh, Car Quest was a little bit disappointing, but I like the idea of it. This is the 89 pence game on sale at the moment. That explains a lot. And (laughs) it's like, what if it was a platform game with a car collecting things? It's a -a collect-a-thon in in, in a 3D world where instead of being a character running around, you're you're a car. So driving physics apply, obviously, to the car. And it is really just a -a collect-a-thon and... When you collect certain collectibles, it will open up different areas. Yes. I think the handling could be better because this game hinges on having fantastic handling. Yeah. Uh, Something, if it played like the Mario Battle arenas, Mm -hmm. if you could freely move around like that, but the car takes a little bit, it's a bit sluggish, it's a bit awkward to turn. You you need some sort of fast turn on the car or something. Uh, The worlds look very um, bare. Yes. It looks a lot like Super Monkey Ball yes actually in how it looks
0: lots of like checkered patterns yeah
1: uh, so it's a, it's a small game made by i imagine a very small team yeah. i think it's just two people who made this game okay
0: what was it called again
1: it was called car quest car quest it's got a little bit of a sense of humor you will have a character who guides you through your quest the character is a little bit uh, too chatty for my liking a disembodied head that floats around but he's reasonably funny uh, Car Quest is an interesting curiosity. You can't really go wrong with 89p. I mean, I was... I didn't even look up a review. I was like, 89p, yeah. I'd like to try it for myself and see if I like it. Another game that was 89p was Escape Doodland, which is a endless runner, but created all with a kind of sketchbook-type drawings of little creatures and monsters and doodles, and yeah. it's very much appeal to me. And... As I was playing, I was like, well, this is a little bit different for Endless Runner because you have quite a lot of moves at your disposal. You can uh, fart to go higher, and you, okay. can, you can do double jumps. Then you, do you collect uh, green power ups to get your fart jumps. You can also use them to repel the enemy. If you fart at the enemy, he's chasing you. There's always oh, a monster man, chasing you terrible. through the levels. It's beautifully um, realised. Uh, great graphics, great presentation. The actual platforming itself doesn't feel incredibly satisfying. Yeah. Whereas a game like the Crash Bandicoot trilogy, the thing about that is the platforming is just so fun to do. And just the jumping is just really nice feeling, obviously. Uh, in Escape Dude, Escape Dude Land, the, the jumping feels a little off. Yeah. It doesn't feel great. But the presentation and the ideas in the game are pretty good. And again, for under a pound, it was a bit of fun. Uh, what else did I pick up Night in the Woods but I haven't played it yet oh man
0: you should that game is very good I've heard
1: so much about that even though I don't think it's really my preferred genre (laughs) I thought I'd try it give it a go for under a eight quid was it eleven quid it was cheap anyway it was around the ten pound mark So do check out that Nintendo eShop sale. There's a lot of good things. I had all those games for around about 30 quid, and then I was getting discounts because I'd bought so much. Yeah.
0: All that for uh, such a good price. Quite happy. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I have been playing two new games. So the first one... Let's just talk about it and get it out of the way, because I think the other one is a much more exciting prospect. I played Shaq Fu, a legendary ball. And you didn't like it. I did not, no. Um, so, where to begin? It feels very much, Tom Parry, like a Flash game that would have been on new grounds in the early 2000s to mm. me. Though saying that, that is disrespecting things like Alien Hominid, which are clearly a lot better than this. Um, you, you play as Shaq, uh, he, the story is he is an orphan baby who washes up on a Chinese shore, uh, with a, a sacred birthmark on him, and then he is trained in the ways of, uh, Shaq Fu, which has got a name that I can't remember, because I don't want to commit what, any what, of this Shaq game Fu? to memory. No, there's a, the, 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 art, like, the fighting style of Shaq Fu is a name oh, I can't a... remember, I don't care either. Fair enough. Essentially what it is is a sky, a side-scrolling beat-em-up where you play as Shaq. Um, and yeah, it, it's, it's very, very bland uh, is perhaps the nicest way of saying it.
1: I felt that the the fighting was
0: quite satisfying. I disagree immensely. I you felt have quite a few moves at your disposal. You do, but Punch, like... Punch,
1: dash, uh, combo, finisher... Uh, heavy attack, ground pound, uh, roll, dodge roll.
0: Yeah, but all of them are on awkward buttons. Like, it doesn't it's feel most to play.
1: Yeah, I think you could I- get used to it, but it's not what you would expect.
0: Why would you want to? Like, mm. I got, like, the first level... I didn't find it too bad. Oh, I thought it was fucking right atrocious. Right. I think you are completely overselling this game. I'm,
1: I'm not saying it's great. I'm saying it's fine. Yeah. It's got a lot of um, attention to the comedy writing. And the but I think the dialogue. comedy
0: writing just falls flat on
1: its face. Yeah, they really try very hard. It's not all funny. Some bits made me chuckle, but uh, I, yeah. it, it, it misses rather than it hits.
0: It misses yeah. everything for me. I I really dislike... So your attack button is on the Y for a start, then your jump is on the X. So if you're but imagining remember, a Switch a controller... Switch,
1: so it's not where you think thinking. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. It's not in the actual places they should be, so... The jump button is at the top of the controller. Um, your your limited ground pound ability is essentially on the B button at the bottom of the controller where you would imagine jump to be, so you end up wasting a lot of well, ground jump. pound. It's at the top of the controller. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Um, right. And then you have a a combo finisher move, which is essentially a joke about Shaq's big feet because it's always a yeah, big so shoe. Yeah, so you're tapping X, no, X to a. You're tapping Y to punch, X to jump, what? B to ground pound, and A to do and then the finisher. Occasionally,
1: after you've done a few punches, you yeah. press A and you finish. Yes. off your combo with a heavy, heavy attack. Yes, basically.
0: you've yeah. also got a charge which is on the bumpers of the controller. Um, Even on weapons is easy. You press the two back.
1: You press bumpers. one of the back. Oh, what? Triggers. One or the other? Yeah, yeah. I one was or pressing the other. both. Yeah, I was pressing both as yeah. well.
0: You only need to press one or the yeah. other. Um, and the dodge roll is on the. Right on the right stick. stick, so you need to like flick the right stick it, I up and I down. I've played games like that as well. Oh, I don't. It feels cumbersome to me. The
1: biggest problem I did was, it was so zoomed out. You didn't really feel like you're inside of the action, so it wasn't as satisfying. You were so far away from what was happening that Yeah. it felt a bit bland in the way it was
0: presented. I just feel it all feels a bit bland. It just feels very. Cobbled together in a way, mm. like the animations. Even I think they look... expect big things from it, to be honest. Nothing you know, breaks exp- like I've played more competent <laughs> NES games than this. Well, not to say that NES games weren't. True, as but like y- if you're gonna make a retro-style side-scrolling beat beat em up, I would argue Streets of Rage execute you better. I think than it this. takes
1: things from Turtles in Time, doesn't it? Where you can hit the villains into the into the port, screen, into the screen and and things. Yes, you can do. I like think that's an influence. It does play like Turtles in Time. It plays a lot like actually the remake of Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time reshelled.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't do it anywhere near as good, Tom. Like. What? That's the thing. Yeah, there yeah. are so many better games than this, and this is like a twenty-pound game.
1: Like, well, there we go. We you can us.
0: literally go and download like Sega Ages versions of better side-scrolling beta maps. I'm sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd rather play Streets of Rage any day, but yeah.
0: I'm not even that big a fan of Streets of Rage. <laughs> but give me Streets of Rage. Give me Battletoads, for God's sake. That's how desperate this game is for me. So, just...
1: Matt would say, avoid Shaq-Fu unless you're the biggest Shaq fan ever.
0: I like Shaq-Fu, the original. <laughs> I don't do? think the Beam ups that bad. This is oh atrocious, my. though. Oh, my. Yeah, this is not a good game. I do not recommend you bother wasting your time with Shaq-Fu, even if you can get it for free, like I did from a library. I will I will not play this game any further. No, you didn't need to. It, it, it does get very boring very quickly. Yes. Uh, you, yeah. you turned to me at one point when you were playing it and said, hey, I bet this is really boring to watch. And I said, ah, it's about as boring as it is to play, to be honest. So there's never a good... It's there's not... a
1: lot of enemies on screen. And yeah, but there's all There's a lot of the, of the same type of enemies, which isn't so far removed from a lot of other... So grown oh, up. But, but in this game there's probably just two enemy types per level. Yes. I think. There are close to think, and a boss.
0: I think there are four okay. on in total on the first level. However, they introduce one of them right at the very end of the level, so you don't really get a chance to play around with them. There are better
1: examples of this type of game. Check out Raging Justice, which we talked about last week. That's a lot more fun. I know you haven't played it, but I I haven't. But I am assuming
0: that is amazing. I'll go back and play something like Final Fight or anything other than this. But more people probably
1: play this because it's got Shaq in it. Maybe I
0: doubt it. I think Shaq's as much as I love Shaquille O'Neal. I think his time has come. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I played (laughs) a good game on the Switch this week, Tom. uh, Which is, you know. Which made me go, okay, maybe I'll play Shaq-Fu. Maybe I'll see how that game is in comparison to this. And this is a game that you hadn't heard of, but I assume listeners who have been listening to other podcasts—oh, yeah, this no, week, I had not heard of. Will it. have heard the buzz around a game called Baba Is You. Essentially, Tom, what this game is is a puzzle game. It's Sokoban-esque uh, in that you are you are pushing around things in a level to get to an objective.
1: Now that is a Game Boy game. Sucker bonds on everything. Like, oh, is it's it? a
0: PC game as well. Oh, boy, so um, okay. it's, it's been around for a number yes, of years, called Boxel on the Game Boy. Yeah, it's correct. where you push boxes to solve puzzles to get yeah. to an exit. This is a twist on that. Yes, it is, um, but a very good one. Um, so what you play as you play as Baba, which is a little rabbit-looking character, mm. and there is some clear text on the screen, not a title card like in every level that says Baba is you. Then there are some that say flag is win. So you go, okay, cool. I've got to get to the flag. And then there are some that say things like wall is stop mm. or key is open or skull is defeat. So you're like, okay, this is clearly outlining the the win criteria for this level.
1: I'm glad you're explaining this not me.
0: However, the words that you are in, the words that are on the screen for example like barber's you or rock is push mm. can themselves be manipulated. Mm-hmm. So you could change the rules of the ta- game basically. Take the rules of the game to whatever you need them to f- be to succeed. So you could say okay cool I need to get to the flag but I can't do that because The blocks that I'm in at the moment says, "barber is you, and wall is stop, and I'm surrounded by walls. Mm. How do I do this? I can't do it. Mm. I can either go over to the word wall or push the word (laughs) wall away from the word stop. It's like coding, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a logic to it This very cool bit. So if you push the word wall away from stop, you can then walk through the wall. Or if you wanted to, you could go, hey, cool, what if I went over to this and I put wall is you? therefore i could move the wall Mm. because the i'm then controlling the wall because the wall is you i mean the player and then hit the flag that way wonderfully clever it's beautifully clever and it's a mark of a good puzzle game in my eyes is if my wife who is the most cynical person towards video games potentially that i've met she looks at a if she looks at a puzzle game and goes oh i want to play this Mm. and she has been then i know it's a good puzzle game yeah fez was the last game that i showed her that i was like hey man check out this and she ended up getting a platinum for me on the ps4 because she loved fez so wow. much she yeah. even did all the alternate cubes and all of the the solutions of writing the code books down and stuff she really liked that game she enjoys things like picross if puzzles you will... are the puzzles
1: aren't they if they're in a, a physical form or a digital form they're, yes. they're all the same sort of logic
0: yes so if you if you have a, a significant other or someone you know who likes games like The Room on iOS or any anything like that, then tell them to check out Barbara's You, especially if you yourself like it, because I think it's a good game to play mm. as a couple also, because you can sit down and then when one of you is feeling a bit fatigued by the whole thing, the other one can yeah, yeah. think about other stuff. It's good. It's a very good game. I really enjoyed my time with it so far, and it's one I'm hoping to get a bit more stuck into over the coming week.
1: Marvelous, absolutely marvelous. So neither of us have played this uh, new samurai ninja game. What's I it called? Seiko? Sekiro:
0: Shadows Die Twice. And it,
1: it's from From Software. It is isn't from it? From Software, and yeah. it's a Dark Souls like. It game? is
0: a Dark Souls like game. However, it is, and I must correct myself from last week. It is kind of based on their version of Tenchu because they they did not develop the original Tenchu games. No, no. They... Familiar
1: tentu like elements, to yes, because you're a stealth assassin type, are yeah. you?
0: Um, you are, yes, and a lot of the combat uh revolves around parrying and everything else, mm. like Dark Souls games would. A tough game, I imagine. Uh, a very tough game, I imagine. It's had great reviews from what I've heard, yes. Um, apparently, it has a lot in line with their Xbox games, which I've never played, also called a togi. Um, oh,
1: wow. Yeah, I've played Togi 1 and 2. Yeah, there's mm. some,
0: a togi in there, nice. apparently. Okay. So I would very much look forward to playing that. I'm actually going to announce something on this podcast that I, I'm going to look to do in the near future. Um, yeah. A good friend of ours, one of our colleagues called Anthony, mm. um, has been obsessively playing the Souls games yeah, over the I've last I've couple noticed. of weeks. And anytime I log on to my, my PS, uh, my PlayStation Network account, I see him... Platinuming Souls games. Wow. He's a skilled games he guy. Has, <laughs> he has platinumed every Souls game uh, and is now working on his platinum for Bloodborne. He's a professional he plays. Dark Souls player. Yes. <laughs> and so I, I, this is a working title. I'm going to do a small run of podcasts with him oh, where smashing. he talks me through what it that's is he loves about Dark Souls and why I should be into Dark Souls because we like a lot of the same games. Um, wow. Yeah, so I I don't know when that's going to be. So you're be
1: dumping it. me for another man.
0: Yeah, I am. Well, you're buggering <laughs> off, Tom. i got to do something to keep myself entertained. <laughs> do I now, have to stop a podcast? <laughs> he's he's going to be my Sherpa of Dark Souls. Okay. Um, I, I'd be interested to listen to that. I'm just curious to talk to someone who loves that game. And yeah. I mean you and I both have an appreciation for Dark Souls. Oh yeah. I've I've played, played all of them bit. but three hmm. to some extent. But I, I've never got it it hasn't clicked with me on that level or I'm like, okay, I'm willing to commit all my time and energy I to be blood, in Dark blood Souls.
1: Blood, 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 blood Bloodborne <laughs> Bloodborne didn't leave a great first impression. I loved, me.
0: I loved Bloodborne. Really? Bloodborne is the yeah. first one that I've gone, okay, nah, cool. I Sekiro so. looks amazing to me. However I came home Friday and I was just like, "No, I just need, I need a relaxing game," and I got Babra's You instead. Yeah, because bashing my head up against a puzzle game is a lot more forgiving to me than bashing my heads up against a Souls type game. Mm. And I was also expecting to have Judge Eyes. I did manage to secure a copy of that game. It, glad I did because it's gone upwards of a hundred pounds now to get a copy. So wow. I look forward. How did you secure this? Um, one of my colleagues happened to be in China. Um, China, okay. Yeah, so I said, hey, this game came out in Hong Kong. Can you go and grab a copy for So you're going
1: to have one of them translating Odysseys. Yes, with
0: a shame. I am. Um, but I, I very much look forward to it because it looks really cool and I'm kind of a bit sad that I probably won't get to play it in English, at least in the immediate future. Okay. So let's see how it goes. Well done, Matthew. I look forward to playing it. And that's why I'm just getting all this other stuff out of the way. <laughs> Marvellous. Yeah. Other than that, played more Apex. Played more Resi 5. 5? No, 2. Remake. There we go. Resi 5? Why
1: did that come into your consciousness there? I don't there? know. 5? Dead or 5? That's been 5? Potentially. Recent... I mean, no, I... no, that's old. Yeah, you've had that. I
0: have Dead or Life 5, and I have been like picking away at it, just going through the story slowly. It We're is. on six, aren't we? We are on six. I yes. may
1: have said deadlife five earlier when I took meant six. It
0: doesn't matter, Tom. It's alright. Oh
1: wow. Well, too many games.
0: Too many games.
1: Yes. I think Will we've I... reached a logical conclusion. I was gonna talk about my nostalgia for the CDI, but we can save that until next
0: time. Yes. Let's save <laughs> the audience from that until next time, I think. Um, yeah, is there any anything else come out this week that you've seen and got, come out Ooh, this. I would like week,
1: that? I or? no, I think what I'm looking forward to most uh, in the forthcoming months is Crash Team Racing and Team Sonic Racing. Yeah. I think that's right, they both got Team and they both got Racing in the title.
0: Super Sonic Racing. Yeah, I, I think they're both coming out. Very they're, they're coming, at one's
1: coming out one month, like one's May and one's June, yeah. I think. So I decided i will get Sonic on the Switch. And I'll get Crash on the PlayStation. I think that's my plan. That's your plan? They're the next two games I'm most
0: excited about. I still want to pick up Ace Combat 7. Oh yeah, I'd love to play that as well. It's a little pricey. I know, and they don't have it in the library either. I'll wait for a
1: sale. I'm not dying to pick it up, but I'd like to play it.
0: I I like the Ace Combat games. Like I said on this podcast, I would like to have bought the older ones and actually started going through them, but that's how it goes. I still want to play Devil May Cry as well again. Mm-hmm. Listening to people talk about Devil May Cry 5, watching some footage oh, of Devil May Cry game 5. 5 in the title, yeah, isn't it? So maybe
1: m- where your confusion... Maybe. Lie.
0: But I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, man, I want to play Devil May Cry again. And unfortunately, I was wrong. Uh, it was PlayStation Plus for the PS3, and I didn't pick it up. I thought I had... I have it twice. I purposely remember turning on the PlayStation 3 to yeah. get it, and apparently I didn't download it, so...
1: Well, technically, I've got it as a download for Xbox 360 and uh, my girlfriend, Claire, she's got a physical copy on PlayStation that she's never played.
0: Yeah, (laughs) of the collection. or Yeah. 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 I need to get it. I'll pick it up. It's in the library for both PS3 and for the thing. In all fairness, I've got all the first three games upstairs for PS2. Have
1: you got that special edition three? Yes, I have. Yeah, me too.
0: With um Virgil. Virgil on the front, yeah. yes. I do. I have that. I just yeah. My copy of four is in the UK still because I've ne- I've not played that game since it came out. It's just on a shelf
1: i got a steelbook, one of them.
0: Have you got a steelbook of four? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I just got the regular one. I think I, I think that was the stage when I was working in the supermarket. I didn't buy it when it came out. <laughs> I did. I bought it the day it came out no, in the I supermarket.
1: No, I got it l- uh, quite a while down the line when it was cheap.
0: No, I, I used to get 10% discount on purchases in my in the supermarket job I worked in. Okay. And the games used to usually be cheaper than most other retailers. Ah, there so you go. Quid's in. Ten. Ten Quid usually well, I'd save a month on my game purchases which you know was a good thing back then when I was only getting paid like 100 quid a week or whatever it was
1: definitely video games isn't a cheap hobby
0: nope Anyways, Tom Barry, let's wrap it up, shall we? Um, if you would like to listen to more of us, you can do so in a variety of places. Ooh. Don't know why I'm singing. But, but I <laughs> really like it. Thank you. Uh, you can go to um, blastprocess.com where you can find this and other great content. You can go to com forward slash podcast. And you can go to iTunes and Stitcher where you get all your good podcasts. But this one should be your preferred Podcasting purchase, even though they're all free. While you're there, give us a cheeky rate and subscribe. Let us know you're listening. Uh, we do appreciate it. If you'd rather reach out to us in person over the social medias, you can do so at facebook.com, fob slash Tom and Matt Attack, or on Twitter at TMAcast for the both of us, and at Tom Parry for him, and at Game Boyle for me. That's it.
1: Yeah. yeah. I was just like going over my head. He said everything. Yes, he said everything. He's like a machine at the end. Every podcast. You know, we could just record it, but we don't need to.
0: Yeah, we could. Oh my God. We should do that for next time. Just (laughs) put elevator music behind it and just be like, boom, boop boom shake it up make boom, boom, it a bit different boom, every time boom, boom, there we go. I'll do the
1: elevator music and you can say it next yeah, time. Okay All right.
0: great we'll do
1: that next time. And then I we'll totally forgot to it forget about it won't we Yeah exactly we this. don't make notes
0: <laughs> <laughs> notes. <laughs> I know you did, but you made them (laughs) literally before this podcast. Anyways, um, yeah, okay, we'll be back next week for another heartfelt episode as you bugger off and leave me yet again for that illustrious land of the UK. But until then, Tom Parry, I hope you have a very pleasant week. Same to you, everyone out there. Yes. Be sure to game on. Game on.